Want to know why we have faith in Joe Burrow and Justin Fields as DFS quarterback plays this week? It's time to break it down right here and right now as we close the week with another edition of Locked On Fantasy Football. You are Locked On Fantasy, your daily NFL fantasy podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. We're your destination to become the smartest fantasy football player in your league. We're part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, your fantasy football team every day. I'm one of your co-hosts, Vinny Ironwood. I'm not doing this. I'm writing about NFL betting and fantasy for SportingNews.com. Hey, hey, I'm Michelle Majuk, NFL researcher, NFL.com, and fantasy analyst over at NFL.com. All right, Michelle, uh, we've done everything else this week. We've uh, taken care of the rankings. We've looked at the waiver wire. Now we're going to factor all those things in here, look at the DFS pricing here on FanDuel, then get into our prize picks, picks of the week. We did very well last week, so stay tuned for that in our final segment. But we'll go through the quarterbacks, wide receivers, look at the running backs, tight ends you want to target in DFS. Uh, before we do that, i got to tell you, today's episode is brought to you by Game time, download the game time app, create an account, and use the promo code LockNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. All right, Michelle, let's dive right in and reveal our picks. We go two each on a quarterback, three each on wide receiver. So I'll let you go first here. And uh, I like your two choices here, including, I think, well, I say both guys that you have. I'm not uh, bringing up great vibes with a lot of people, but very good DFS plays this week. Yeah, neither one of these you're going to feel like comfortable uh, plugging into your DFS lineup, but I think they can have nice games. So one's a rookie, and I was going to go with CJ Stroud, but I, I do think he's going to have a nice game in terms of yards. I just don't know how many touchdowns he's going to put up, and he could throw some interceptions finally. He doesn't have any yet, but against the Steelers. So I went with a different rookie in Bryce Young because his matchup, is great against the Vikings. He's super cheap, so you're saving a lot of money at the quarterback position in DFS. And yeah, his first two games in the NFL were not pretty, right? But there are two divisional games against the Saints. That's harder than at Atlanta. I expect Minnesota to be able to put up a lot of points, which means Carolina is going to have to then pass a lot. And we know the Vikings defense stinks. So I think Bryce Young can put up a nice game here. And then my other one is Justin Fields. I'm going to trust him for one <laughs> last week he's $7,200 so right in the middle of the pack there for cost for quarterbacks against the Broncos and listen if you can't do it in this matchup I just don't think he's ever going to be able to do it this year but the Broncos are a perfect matchup for him they are allowing a ton of those those deep completions and that's like pretty much the only area fields is succeeding in right now and then the rushing we just need the Bears to run the ball in this game and I think fields will have a huge huge fantasy day yeah, let's hope the game script gets insanely negative here with Russell Wilson, and that'll help. I and mean, we saw that in week one against Jordan Love, right? Some garbage opportunities there. That's what we want to see from Justin Fields at this point. At least put up those numbers as a bad team quarterback like he did last year. And uh, Bryce Young is a good call. I think I would play maybe Justin Fields naked, as we say, in 
not looking at the stack because I don't like yeah. the matchup for DJ Moore. But I do would maybe consider Adam Thielen in the revenge game with Bryce Young making that connection work. Adam Thielen right now smashing it as one of the top wide receivers in fantasy after three weeks. And uh, it really comes down to one big week last week. But really, it is a revenge game. The Vikings secondary is also a great matchup. So love uh, those calls here in Fields and Young. Maybe Fields on the ground, Young a little bit through the air this week. Now, my picks uh, a little bit maybe feel chalky, but I don't know if they are. Joe Burrow, I mean, he's still not highly priced here at 7,200 on FanDuel. I just look at this matchup. They're going to have to throw a ton to beat the Titans, and you know what type of numbers. We've talked about a lot. Player wide receivers against the Titans uh, secondary and fade your running backs because they are really good against the run, and it's been the case all three weeks of the season. So I think it's going to play out again. The Bengals like to throw. They don't mind to go 70-30, 80-20 passing Zach Taylor is going to do it so it lines up really well here for Joe Burrow and I think I think you'll have a better game than week two I I think it was pretty good in week two but for DFS you want a little bit more maybe get that third touchdown push for 300 yards I think you'll see a high passing volume here even if the Bengals uh, blow out the Titans which uh, may not be the case they're uh, only a two and a half point favorite in this one and Brock Purdy look it's a little bit Concerning that Debo Samuel is banged up. Juwan Jennings is also hurt. But you have you got George Kittle. Brandon Ayuk looks healthier. We know Ronnie Bell could be a thing. So there's enough weapons here for Brock Purdy. And what I liked last time out against the Giants is they were ahead, but they let him throw a ton. And he got a big game out of that. They just were like, okay, we have Chris McCaffrey, but we can also pass on you. And the Cardinals, not a scary defense in, by any means. It's also representing uh, where Brock Purdy is from. That's also where Brandon Ayuk played college. So I know it's a home game, but still I think you get fired up if you're this combination. We'll talk about where you want to stack him as well this week. So really good stuff there that we can look at with those four quarterbacks. Now, Michelle, let's start back to you for some wide receivers. And one is tied with Joe Burrow this week. Uh, Been up and down the season, but you like T. Higgins. Yeah, I do. So I actually have a stack with both of your quarterbacks here. Uh, one is a tight end, one's a wide receiver. So I do have T Higgins. I think he's a, a good play this week, as well as like Jamar Chase is a must start like in, in fantasy. And if you want to play him in DFS and spend up, that's completely fine as well. But T Higgins, you get to save a little money here and he's getting all the targets, right? He's getting a ton of targets, eight plus in each game. He just needs to start catching them. Once he starts catching them, he's going to be completely fine. You can't ask for a better matchup. They have allowed multiple wide receivers and like each game go off on them. The the Ravens, um, not the Ravens, the, the Saints wide receivers had a great day. Amari Cooper had a great day. The Chargers wide receivers had a great day against the Titans. So I think both Chase and T. Higgins have a big fantasy day in this matchup. And then I also have Tank Dell. Love his cost at only 6,200. Ranks 31st among wide receivers in the main slate in a tournament game. So again, I just love the matchup against the Steelers. They're so bend, don't break defense. They're allowing the fifth most total yards, the fifth most receiving yards to wide receivers this season. And we know Tank Dell is getting those targets and just he's been great for fantasy. So he's still cheap. So continue to plug him in and take advantage of that cost. And then to even go deeper and cheaper, Marvin Mims Jr. only at $5,400 against the Bears. Listen, he's putting up fantasy points and he's barely playing, right? Over the last two weeks, 20 points 
and nearly 17 points. He has seven receptions on the season. He has played 17, 16, and 15 snaps for whatever reason. Sean Payton has no brains or something. Like, I don't know what's happening. He needs to be on the field more, and you would think this team would get smart enough to be like, wow, we have only one thing going for us, and it's Marvin Mann Jr. But uh, on those seven receptions, he has a 60-yard catch, a 53-yard catch, a 38-yard catch, a 30-yard catch, and uh, those are just four uh, receptions on the year, which is kind of just crazy. And then he also just throw in another 99 yard kickoff return touchdown. This dude is electric. I, I want to plug him in, in this matchup. It it's juicy. And imagine if he gets to play 30 snaps, imagine what he could do. Yeah. It's interesting. Some coaches are just like, okay, rookies go out there and play. And we like you a lot. And then there's some coaches like uh, Sean Payton, and Dan Campbell, like even if they have Jameer Gibbs there on the bench, so we're going to just run David Montgomery to the ground with a thigh bruise. By the way, I did have David Montgomery on one of my teams, so I did enjoy that quite a bit. But if you're a Jameer Gibbs manager, you want these coaches just play the young guys that are talented more and more. Give the older guys a break here. And I have one guy that is a young guy that is uh, playing a lot, and his role might change here if Cooper Cup returns in week five against the Eagles. It is Puka Nakua. He gets a great matchup here at 7,500. So this is a little bit higher price, but I think this is your last good chance to use him against the Colts secondary this week. And really, I like the way they're using Nakua all over the field. I think you look at this matchup, the Colts have a pretty good front, right? With DeForest Buckner, it's hard to run on them. So the Rams don't care like they will throw for 350 yards in a game like this and just go nuts here with Matthew Stafford and that's their best option to win this game so when you look at that a lot of yards a lot of attempts more here for Matthew Stafford I like Nakua having one big game I like Tutu Atwell as well until Cup returns for sure and we think it might be week five might be on delay with a hamstring injury you got to look at these guys as pretty good values, even though the price has been bumped up. Now, Gabe Davis, I know you liked last week, Michelle, quite a bit. I'm going to rebound and go with him this week. I, I just like the way he's being used. And, and the Dolphins do give up big plays. You talked about Marvin Mims, the, some of those the plays that were happening downfield. I mean, that happened in the Chargers game as well for Miami's defense here. They're giving up some big plays, the nature of their offense and defense is going to make you be aggressive and go against them. And we know Josh Allen is really feeling it with Gabe Davis here and Stefan Diggs. And really the tight ends are not really getting too much involved as much as we thought. So a lot goes to these two wide receivers and Davis should avoid Zayvon Howard a little bit more than Stefan Diggs this week. And George Pickens, look, it was a breakthrough to see Kenny Pickett finally throw multiple touchdown passes in a game. Look, I know there's a secondary matchup against the Texans. It's a little bit questionable, but I look at George Pickens, the opportunity there. He's going to get targeted a lot. I think the Texans will focus on trying to take away the run because they stink there. They know that Najee Harris and Jalen Warren are coming at them, so it'll open some things up downfield, maybe off play action here for Kenny Pickett. I think uh, that's going to be good here for Pickens. And again, one big play can really put you over the top. So 7,100 for him. I do like Gabe Davis the best, however, at 6,500. You know, you know me on Gabe Davis this week. I, I'm not thrilled about the matchup. Also, Pickens yeah. has a hard matchup, but he is the only thing that the Steelers yeah. have going for them. So, uh, and Puka Nakua is a great pick there. I was definitely considering him, but he is going to be brought up in our prize pick segment in the 
segment three in today's show. Uh, but we're going to get into our favorite running back and tight end DFS plays this week in our next segment. But first, I we got to talk about a couple of our sponsors. Missing the syrup for your pancakes or just ran out of your favorite coffee creamer? With DoorDash Grocery Delivery, you can get what you want when you need it. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. We have all trusted DoorDash to deliver food from our favorite restaurant, and now you can get grocery delivery too. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to $20 value when you use code LOCKEDONNFL at checkout. Limited time offer and terms do apply. That's 50% off up to $20, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNFL. Don't forget the code LOCKEDONNFL for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. We got to talk about my favorite app here, Vinny. Game time. Uh, Buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Uh, Game time is the fastest and easy way to buy tickets for all your sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. I'm telling you, I have not bought tickets to any sporting event before, like, the night before I'm going or the morning of because I know I have the game. Like, since I started using the game time app many years ago, I'm just like, well, I'm going to be able to find cheap tickets on this app. They're going to be great seats and I can trust them. Like I just always use them for any tickets and I never stress about it. Um, It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy. So you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone. So you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. All right, Vinny, I, like, I, for my running backs, I have gone with these two guys I love. So let's talk about you, your two guys first so uh, our listeners aren't like Michelle. We just always hear you talking about your two loves too much. Yeah, we'll get to those guys. I, I like your guys this week a little bit more than usual. But uh, Javante Williams is who I'm going with first. I know we're a little bit down on him, but again, 16 opportunities per week on average here, 48 through three weeks. and. Those opportunities just haven't added up to much. The game script has also gone out of control here in some of these games, but we're not really seeing Samadji Pirine on the field. We're seeing mostly Jaleel McLaughlin annoyingly a few times, and that's uh, how the Broncos are building this backfield. So another maybe person underused is Pirine. So I look at Williams again. This should be a positive game script finally where it's not back and forth, right? It was a tight game against the Raiders. It was a uh, tight comeback against the commanders so both losses there then that absolute blowout so i think this is a game where the positive game script comes into play for the broncos so i like that a very nice price here as the second running back that i'm looking at and has some potential because i don't think everyone's necessarily going to be on him even though the matchup is really good at 5800 now deandre swift the matchup is a little tough i get it but He's running well. The Eagles are opening up big holes for him. And this Eagles offensive line, they can really blow up anybody at this stage. So when you look at that, he's uh, looking really good in terms of 
his explosiveness. He's not getting touched all that much. I, I'm really impressed with the way he's run in the last two games with a high volume. So, again, I think the Eagles will be in control of this game against the Commanders. So Swift should get some good work and really pound away here. Now, that was my concern. I didn't know if he's not going to get involved in the passing game or are they going to give him enough workload. They simply are doing that. And then the guy that DeAndre Swift replaced, Miles Sanders, let's not forget about him. He's dealing with a mild growing issue. This is the same thing that happened uh, in the preseason and kept him out a little bit. But you look at Miles Sanders, he's catching passes at an extremely high rate here for the Panthers, which I like a lot. This is a check down city game potentially for Bryce Young. Looking to Adam Thielen downfield, but where is he looking next? Probably a lot of Miles Sanders. So Sanders has kind of had a reverse – they've kind of reversed roles here where Sanders is now catching passes. Swift is like the power running back. So really shows you the style of offense you're in and how you adjust. So I like Sanders. They're giving him uh, Jonathan Taylor-like usage there under Frank Reich. So I like it. I like his usage. And, look, the matchup is good enough here this week, especially if he catches four or five balls, which I think will be in play here. Can't beat the price as well at 6,600. Yeah, Miles Sanders is getting a lot of targets. I think that's key in this matchup because I do think they'll be behind. And I, I have the running back on the other side of the ball, Alexander Madison. I know shocker, but his price is still, you know, stayed down 7,200. It, it's a fair deal there for him. And in this matchup, I just, I mean, every week now, the Panthers have allowed a running back to scored two rushing touchdowns. And last week, Madison put up nearly 18 fantasy points while not even getting into the end zone. So I, I do think he has a nice uh, fantasy day in this matchup because they they need to just focus on winning a game, right? Like run the ball, get the clock, like just control the clock and win a dang game, Vikings. But they should be able to do that against the Panthers. And then my second guy, Zach Moss. This might be my last chance to talk about him because if Jonathan Taylor comes back, he's going to ruin him and I'm going to cry. Uh, but Zach Moss, he, he's a nice cost here too at 7,300. Has scored over 20 fantasy points in each of his two games this year. And I'm not scared about the Rams defense. And we know the Colts just want to run the ball. They want everything to go through the running game. And with Anthony Richardson as well, they're just going to run a ton and try. Uh, I don't expect the Rams to be able to put up like a ton of points against the Colts. So I expect this to be a close game all the way through, which will allow Moss to just keep running and running and running. And then my last guy, I'm going to go with Roshan Johnson. I was considering Khalil Herbert, but I think Roshan Johnson offers more upside, more of that breakaway speed. And, uh, it, you know, we're, we're seeing him be utilized a little bit more each week. So he's ex- incredibly cheap. 5,300. He's less than guys like Sean Tucker, Rashad Penny, and Cam Akers. But, like, those three guys might see the field, like, five times this, this week, right? So Roshan Johnson gets an incredible matchup against the Broncos. So if you're going to take a chance on a, a rookie to really break out, I'm going to take it on him in this nice matchup. He's just so cheap that if you're spending up on other guys, I think he still offers great upside at that cost. Yeah, you're trying to get that uh, 3x return, and I think you could maybe get those 15.9 points you're looking for from him this week if he can get in the end zone. Again, this matchup is just too good. You want to have definitely a lot of pieces. I had to Javonta Williams there. You have the other side of this. You want the pieces of this Broncos-Bears game quite a bit. I know there's attention on some other games, uh, including Dolphins-Bills, but this is kind of the undercard that you want to have some exposure to. Now, I'll quickly reveal my two tight ends, then you can get to yours, because one of them is my total smash one as well this week to go after in a stack, as we mentioned. But 
Look, I looked at tight end Michelle. It was pretty ugly. Once you took the guy that I was going to put on the board, okay, I said Michelle's got him covered. I'll just go in a different direction. I try to find values here, but it might be a week to pay up for TJ Hawkinson. I mean, Mark Andrews. I thought about it. Yeah, Travis Kelsey, not available. So, Darren Waller, not available. So, that's another uh, thing that you had to consider here uh, as they're playing in prime time. So, TJ Hawkins, 7,200. If you're going to pay up, I do not mind. This could be another big game for him against the Panthers. And then Pat Freemuth, look, I don't know if I like him or George Pickens, but someone's going to do something for the Steelers. I love that touchdown they threw last week to Freemuth where he was just kind of schemed open and Kenny Pickett really found him streaking into the end zone. I want some more of that from the Steelers offense, and I'm sure you do too, Michelle. So 5,500 there. So if I'm going a little bit pay up, I'm going 7,200 for Hawkinson, 5,500 on the cheaper side for Remuth. And go ahead, Michelle, our real tight end of the week, the guy that I'm circling, you've got as your top pick. Yeah, I, I do think this is the week to pay up for tight end because it's just gross out there. So I'm going to pay up for George Kittle. He he is the you know the third highest cost at the position this week, but still you're saving money instead of paying up another 900 for Hawk. You're saving some money, and I think he's going to put up an amazing game. There's like it seems like Debo Samuel's probably not going to play. You still have Brandon Ayuk banged up, and Kittle destroys the Cardinals, right? So over his last three games, 20 points, 24 points, and 19 points against the Cardinals. He's just The Cardinals are not good against tight ends, and Kyle Shanahan knows which guys to use in which matchups. He, he figures out which matchup can he exploit in this game, and he realizes – they stink against stopping tight ends. So I think this is another George Kittle game. And then my other tight end, if you don't have money to spend up, it's Logan Thomas. It looks like he'll be coming back for the commanders this week. Uh, he gets the the Eagles. They were uh, a good defense to target there. Kate Otten didn't do anything. But again, it's Kate Otten. So I'm not going to like take too much um, stock into that. But Sam Howell loves his tight ends. He just does. I don't think this is a high ceiling play whatsoever. But I do think Logan Thomas will get close to eight targets, and we'll see what he can do with them. If he can come down with a touchdown, then it's going to be a nice play. Yeah, we're still targeting the Eagles. I mean, yeah, part of it is the quarterback. Both their safeties week. are out. Yeah, I mean, safety. this is still – and their corners have gotten better with James Bradbury back. So you're going to still keep targeting the Eagles, and we'll see. Maybe this will break down a little bit more, and we'll get more K-Dotton-like performances. But, yeah, it's uh, – Definitely a team right now based on the numbers that you really want to go after. So we will close the show looking at our prize picks, picks of the week. So that's on the back end of all this. So we gave you FanDuel DFS. So hopefully you can get some of those guys in your lineup as part of your build this week and have success. And we also have another special treat for you here as we close the week on Lockdown Fantasy Football. That's right, Michelle. We have another eBay Guaranteed Motors pick of the week here. Let's say eBay Motors Guaranteed pick of the week. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football here to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft like we are now or scouting waiver wire, we're going to give you guys that you want to go with that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. Yes, and it's called the eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Pick of the Week. We already gave you one with 49ers quarterback Brock 
Purdy. Now it's time to give you another. Jaguars wide receiver Calvin Ridley has the classic rebound and revenge opportunity in London in the Week 4 Sunday matchup against his former team, the Atlanta Falcons. Ridley has been very quiet with Jacksonville's passing game, slumping the past two weeks, but he will return more to stellar Week 1 debut form for his new team. The Jaguars will do a better job of scheming him open across the pond and making his massive target volume from Trevor Lawrence count big time again. Here on Locked on Fantasy Football, we're going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle with more than 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber not cash so check it out at ebay guaranteed fit keep your ride or die live at ebaymotors.com ebay guaranteed fit only available at u.s customers eligible items only exclusions do apply all right michelle we will get our prize picks picks of the week here we go three each here for your purposes and looking at what you can play there with the more or less totals that they have. Football season's here and Locked On is kicking up our coverage with Locked On NFL kickoff live each Friday. Yep, that's today. Locked On will go live from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Host Tanitra Battle, Jarvis Davis, and Kyle Krabs will break down every game on the NFL slate to get you ready for your team's matchup, your fantasy lineups, your betting angles, and more. Plus, get in-depth local analysis from our stable of NFL hosts across the country. You know what the teams are doing better than anyone else. Find Locked NFL Kickoff Live every Friday from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern, a little bit later today, on any Locked On NFL YouTube channel. All right, Michelle, it is uh, time to get in our prize picks, picks of the week. Let's go down. And uh, your three picks, pretty solid. Uh, we were almost perfect last week, just fell a little short. Yeah, so if you uh, don't play Prize Picks, download the Prize Picks app, and you can play some daily fantasy. It's a blast. So you just go through and you, you choose more or less for certain players. It's literally just like it's a, just another way to get into the fantasy fun each week. But I feel like I'm cheating with this first one, Christian McCaffrey. I feel like it's just cheating to say he's going to have more than 81 and a half rush yards. Like, of course he is. Of course he is. Uh, 152 yards week one, 116 week two. Yeah, 85 in week three. But like Elijah Mitchell came that game because they were just destroying them. Uh, I, I don't. I think the Cardinals are good enough to. Yeah, the 49ers are going to win, but they seem to be staying in games. So I think Christian McCaffrey is just going to keep running. Tony Pollard put up 122 yards against them last week. I mean, CMC is like. I don't see how he doesn't hit this, right? And then I have two wide receivers for my last two picks here. Amari Cooper, more than 60 and a half receiving yards versus the Ravens. Over the last two weeks, he's easily had more than 60 yards, 90 and 116 in weeks two and three. And the Ravens, they've allowed the top targeted wide receiver to hit 75 plus receiving yards in each game this season. T Higgins in week two, 89 yards, Nico Collins in week one, 80 yards, Michael Pittman in week three, 77 yards. So I'm not worried about Amari Cooper here, not being able to get 61 receiving yards in this game. And then my last pick, it goes with your DFS pick at wide receiver Puka Nakua. I mean, there's no reason to be scared off him this week. His uh, he's at more than 62 
sorry, more than 72 and a half receiving yards. He did only have 72 yards last week on just seven targets, but I think he goes back up to seeing more targets. The Bengals are a pretty hard defense overall, right? And against the, the Colts, he should have a fine time. We saw his targets come down a little bit. I think they go back up this week and he easily hits uh, 73 receiving yards this week. Yeah, I feel like those guys should have higher numbers. But anyway, you know, we're going <laughs> to play them, and we see them. We're going to go after it, right? And one guy, I think I, I like all your picks. By the way, I think they're really good. I mean, Christian McCaffrey is pretty much guaranteed to get like eighty-five yards and at least a touchdown in every single week. It seems like, and they're not throwing him a lot, so that's one thing. And this is why this number has been great to week in and week out. Now, I'm going with the one. Danny Jones, Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones, Daniel Dimes, whatever you want to call him this week. The Seahawks have given up a 300-yard passer in all three weeks. Their secondary is beat up. The Giants will be without Saquon Barkley again, so Matt Breida is going to be in there. The Seahawks struggle to cover the tight end. Darren Waller is Daniel Dimes' top target here. 235 passing yards. I'm going more on Monday night football. Eli Manning will be in the house, so you'll know that is happening here with the broadcast. So all that uh, going on. And look, Daniel Jones, last game they played where they had a potential negative game script, which I think the Seahawks will have success with the ball, was against the Arizona Cardinals, would it? Daniel Dimes, Danny Jones do that game. He also went for 300. So everything lines up for 300 yard game. So when I see 230.5, Michelle, I'm locking it in as more for Daniel Jones this week. Now let's go to the backfield. And I actually have two picks from the same game. One in the backfield, one at wide receiver, Ramondre Stevenson, the Cowboys are giving up 5.3 yards per carry. And Stevenson, I think, was a little bit sluggish in week one. I think he started to look better. I think he was a little bit maybe not fully conditioned coming out of camp. I know Zeke Elliott has the revenge game, and I think they'll keep it on the ground. But Zeke's still not getting a big, big chunk here. And I look at Stevenson, this is his potential breakout game. They're going to have to keep it on the ground. And the number is low enough here. It's not like we're looking for 60 770, somewhere there. We just need to get over 52.5. So more than 52.5 rushing yards against the Cowboys. I mean, I bet I think that Cowboys run defense might be a little bit of an Achilles heel going forward for that defense. That's great otherwise. So I like that. And then on the other side, I look at CeeDee Lamb and I look at the person that Bill Belichick is going to scheme to take out of the game. He's going to beat me with someone else. Beat me with Jake Ferguson, Brandon Cooks, Michael Gallup. I don't care. You're not going to beat me with CeeDee Lamb. Make Dak Prescott find someone else. So you look at Christian Gonzalez. They might uh, get a little bit more secondary help this week. Patriots can double team to take CeeDee Lamb out of the game. He was at home check last week, and we saw what happened, right, for the most part. So I – think they're going to target to take him up. So I'm actually going less there, 69.5 receiving yards. So one of our lesses there, we always like to go more, but sometimes we have to look less. And I think this makes sense, right? If the Patriots are running well, trying to keep the Cowboys off the field, that would uh, maybe say less snaps. And I think the Cowboys also have to adopt a run-heavy game plan this week. So that Daniel Jones, Ramondre Stevenson, C.D. Lamb, Michelle. I like the Danny Jones one. Um, I do think like 
Ramondre Stevenson will probably have somewhere between 50 and 60 yards rushing yards. So it is very close call there, but he should get enough carries. It just comes down to, can he have any efficiency? It's been pretty bad for him throughout all the three games, but he'll get enough carries to get there for sure. And CD lamb, listen yeah I, I could see him ending this game at like 64 yards i think it's also a close call those are two probably i would stay away from but i totally see your point of view and why you take them yeah i mean they're all close calls i mean <laughs> they're doing their job well, yeah they're they know what they're doing yes we should be having a sweat i mean i sweated out uh, zay yeah. flowers last week right around uh i think he had i, th- I think he was at 48.5 and he ended up with 48 and then we saw what happened with luke musgrave last night uh you look at Josiah Doguara and the other tight ends hitting that number <laughs> exactly. So it's so frustrating when you had Tucker Craft and uh, Dugara coming in and putting up those numbers. So anything can happen in these games. Keep that in mind. And uh, some things some don't, don't work out. But these are just good targets. And we always have good reasoning on target. If the process is good, Michelle, that's all you can hope for. And then sometimes the results out of our control. These are human beings. So we do our best with the matchups and all that good stuff. But yeah, another great week, Michelle. I really liked it here on Lockdown Fantasy Football. I hope you guys did too. And uh, I think uh, we'll have some uh, good results. So how are you doing in your leagues, Michelle? I should check in there. I'm doing pretty good. I'm in, I'm in too many leagues, eh? Uh, but my teams with Kelsey or Hawkinson, fantastic. And I have a lot of those, so. We're good. Yeah, we told you to pay up for tight end, and uh, maybe you have to do that again this week in DFS as well. So thanks again, Everydayers, for making Locked on Fantasy Football. First of every day, we'll have our biggest takeaways from the week four Sunday action there on Monday. So check it out for this week and this episode of Locked on Fantasy Football. This has been Vinny Iyer. And I'm Michelle Majuk. Bye, y'all.